What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk Podcast. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and joining me on the mic for this episode is Stephen Wago. Hi, I'm Stephen Wago, and I am not the host. No, you are the co-host. Ah, come on, guys. Ah, co. <laughs> Drew will be popping up a little bit later on I recorded something ahead of time with him that I'm going to be tacking on the end of this maybe just on the iTunes feed maybe on the YouTube one I don't know tune into the whole thing and you'll be able to figure it out but we do also have another person on the line here and that is Sean Walker what's up homie hit go <laughs> just carry the joke over so if you haven't told by the title of this this is the Smart Out Moment Hall of Fame class of 2017. If you are brand new to the podcast, you picked a horrible one to first listen to because <laughs> you're going to have no idea what the hell is going on here. But essentially, we started realizing that, you know what, we really like our recurring jokes a whole lot because we've got egos and we like patting ourselves on the back and we think that we're funny people. So instead of having, you know, the WWE has their Hall of Fame, we're not wrestlers. We're just going to give Hall of Fame spots to the stuff that we've done on the Smack Talk show, the Monday Night Raw post show, anything that we've kind of thrown into the mix between all our stuff. The All Talk show birthed some of these things. Some of the stuff was on like a Fanboys podcast, whatever. It's all sort of meshing together. But we've done this uh, two different times before. And the fans seem to like the idea, so we're going to continue it on here. And actually, this time around, the fans were able to vote on a couple of the different things. And that's what we're going to start off with here. We're going to start off with the one of the mid-carders for this year. And it's pretty fitting, because uh, this has been getting a lot of attention so far lately. Neville Level 77 is going to the Hall of Fame this year. Circa 2015, I don't know exactly when... We made this up. Does anybody recall like the first Neville level slash 77 joke? I'm assuming 77 came around 177. So um, the original thing for that was, is just, I said Neville level and I went, Neville level. And then I did it like three more times on other occasions. And then it just became a thing. And now WWE is like, Neville level. Ah, we thought of it first. (laughs) It's like, no. No, we thought of it. As far as, as far as the 77 thing goes, um, I was watching, do you know, um, like, the uh, parody dubs that people do of, like, cartoons and anime and shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching one for Pokemon, and they had this fucking dumbass Bulbasaur and its trainer, and they both, like, talked like Bulbasaur and Bulbo and 77, and that's where, so when we, we had a 70, some topic involving 77, I kept going 77 Nevels. <laughs> I thought that it was around episode 177, and we kept saying it, like, well, that'll be coming up on 177, and then it was like 77, 77, and we just kept saying it in different ways and whatever. You probably tossed that into the mix, and that was probably the one that we were just kind of like, yeah, we're going to say that from now on. <laughs> I don't know how these two got tied together, though. I think uh, I think I was just bullshitting around going, never living, because I think I was just making fun <laughs> just of how dorky it sounded, and then 77 came in my head, so I'm just like, 77 Neville levels. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's birthed a t-shirt that got taken down and re-put back up, and now Neville level is like a thing in WWE itself, and they haven't done 77 yet, but they have done Tyler Driver 97, I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Which, but what I like is if someone actually goes now. So what level is the Neville level? Seventy-seven. Yeah, it's it's, it's a level like now. You've, got, you've just got like a flat-out answer. 
(laughs) What is the Neville level? 77. And it's sort of like, well, 77 what? I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) 77 levels of Neville. But it kind of implies that there's like, you know, like like, we were playing like a video game and you've got like the boss level and you know, the old school video games where like you'd build up to different things. And then at the end you would fight all the villains again. Like I'm imagining there's like different levels of Neville. And when you get to level uh, 77, you fight 76 Neville's plus the 77th Neville. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want a game that does that, like in the modern era, that's really fun. Um, Metal Gear Rising did that. That, And you got to refight all the bosses that you once fought, and it was really fun. The Metal Neville level 77. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny, though, that this is one of those things where, you know, every so often we do a joke that, like, it's universal enough that it's not going to be, like, our own type of joke. But uh, Neville Level is one of the things where, yeah, they're going to realize at some point Neville and Level rhyme. Yet they almost seem to be having as much fun saying Neville Level as we do. So either there's a little bit of a crossover there, or they've got at least one writer on WWE staff right now that has the same sense of humor that we do. (laughs) Which if that's the case, he's going to start looking up Neville Level, and he's going to see 77 at some point. (laughs) (laughs) And if we get a reference to 77 on WWE TV in regards to Neville, you can bet your ass it's because they've looked it up on Smart Cowboy. Hey, if that hey, happens, I'm claiming royalties. Yes, I'm fucking <laughs> And I just want him to fight Tyler Bate and have them be like, he hit him with the Tyler Driver 77. <laughs> he didn't get all of it. It's not 97. <laughs> I think this is one of those dumbass jokes that never should have been as. Uh, like universal as it was well the neville level caught on even like our fucking fans will say yeah but he's not on the neville level yeah that's that caught on a lot more than like some of the things that we wanted to catch on fucking tow truck pig never worked i had tow truck pig in the list that people could have voted for this time i thought maybe people would vote for tow truck pig and now people do not like tow truck pig he is the bastard (laughs) child of fucking the mega maniacs yeah he gets no love man no love I at all. Always love him. I will always love Tom He's our Roman Reigns. We actually tried to get to pick over. Right? <laughs> he even had a storyline where he murdered a cow. <laughs> and Time Cow got over at, like, Gangbusters, and we didn't think that that would be the case. We just, just even tried. Just like, oh, this is Time Cow. And everyone's like, yeah, Time Cow, fucking president. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Time Cow probably got the same amount of votes as some of the people this year in this election, you know? Was his name Gary Johnson? Probably about equal. <laughs> Just like, woo, tow truck pig. Like, no, not going to get that same response. Instead, we get, fuck this tow truck pig thing. I don't think this is fucking funny. You guys are assholes. It's like, were you like time cow? I don't get it. (laughs) It's because tow truck pig was never on the level of Neville. (laughs) It's maybe in the 40s, something like that. That's a good way to round that out. Unlike the number 77. Well, the other thing that was voted for as far as like the mid card level or so of the Hall of Fame on our Mega Maniacs group was another thing that, you know, it's got a little bit more attention recently, too. So maybe that's the reason why it's kind of in everybody's collective consciousness right now, is the Jinder Mahal face turn. So close. We came so close. I I didn't vote for either of these two things. I thought that some of the other things were a little bit funnier. Like, I wanted... I I thought it would get the votes, too. Uh, The Seth Rollins is a hungry cat, homeless, like, God knows how many other things. 
I thought that that would be the case. I didn't think that Jinder Mahal's face turn would get as much of a positive reception because this is an older joke. This is 2013. Well, it almost happened with yeah. Rusev. This almost happened are... several times. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, social outcast. Or no, it wasn't social outcast. He was in uh, 3MB, 3MB, bro. 3MB. Seemed like that was going to be the case, and then they fired him. I hope it happens. The day it does, we're going to have to have like a celebratory uh, podcast live. Uh, we'll we'll do like an honorary episode or something, yeah. And we'll do it on webcam and Shay will show on his head in celebration. So this one, I don't remember the specific day that this had started, but I've been making similar jokes to this for a long, long time, where if somebody says, did I miss anything? I'll always make something up, no matter what it is. Like if, you know, somebody pops up, and uh, we're in the middle of a movie and they've seen it before even, I'll make up something that's not a part of the movie and be like, oh, you missed whatever. It's like, you know, uh, you're in the middle of watching Star Wars and it's like, oh, did I miss anything? Oh, yeah, you missed the scene where uh, Doogie Howser shows up. Like, you know, I'm looking at Doogie Howser on the thing. That's why I brought up <laughs> just whatever the case may be. And when we used to do our chats on Facebook you know, like say like Braden or whatever would be like, you know, I missed the first hour of Raw. What did I miss? And I'd be like, oh man, Jinder Mahal turned babyface. And that just became this running thing of that's the go-to one. And then that kind of caught on as just like Jinder Mahal is going to do this big face turn. He's going to get pushed, all this other kind of shit. <laughs> the only thing that Jinder Mahal has been good for has been this joke. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Not much else to say about it. And it's gone on for, like, the time frame when he hasn't even been a part of the company anymore. There was that little, you know, what was it, two years or so where he wasn't in WWE and people would still make General Hall face turn jokes. It was just sort of like, how oh, he returned and he turned babyface. <laughs> and then got fired and left, you missed it. Oh, uh, yeah. It all happened in the span of uh, the, when you went to the bathroom. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you missed it. Now, Sean, you were probably still, were you a uh, part of... Smack talk around the time that we started doing the General Hall face turn thing, or were you still kind of watching? Dude, that was before me. Well, that is true. Um, I think it was a bit both, right? Maybe, I don't know. Wait, which one of you came first? <laughs> I think it was me. Yeah, then again, Wait, yeah. Which one used the chicken? Which one used the egg? Sean yeah, came I, first, I came and first then... then it was Drew, and then it was... I was like no. a palate, I was like a palate cleanser for um, the shit that happened with Burhouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm looking it up right now. Sean came at episode 90, and Wego came at 98. Oh damn, we're only eight episodes apart. And Kalen came at 178. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and he became a regular rotation too. <laughs> so he came right after 177. <laughs> Oh, speaking of 77, somebody came on for the first time on episode 77. Miguel. Really? Uh, he's, he's uh, he's just Neville. ruined that fucking joke. Let's take Neville level out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if we did the General Hall face turn thing on the air around like the beginning days as much or, or what, but um, that's, that's an old, old joke. I know once you've actually got me with it. Really? Yeah, I can't remember what episode it was of Raw, but I come back from the top. I was like, what What I miss? He was like, oh, yeah, 3MB come out, Jinder Hall, Mahal turned face. It was amazing. I was like, really? Oh, my he God. Almost, i got to rewind that. He almost turned face because they sent the Union Jacks out there with 3MB, basically with UK pants on, but they got a cheer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I remember that one. That was a weird, like, 
3MB's over now? And then next week, it was like, nah, nah, they're still jobbers. Nobody likes them. They are jobbers, but they did get over. More than they should have. I mean, that uh, We All you See remember? match was pretty damn fun. Oh, that was funny. My fucking Drew McIntyre just went, fuck it, I'm going to kill myself at <laughs> <from> this table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody hits him, and he's just kind of like, well, yeah, uh, momentum's going to carry me. Ouch. <laughs> still uh, need to see that. Still the best pre-show they've ever done. It probably is. That's what's sad about it, isn't it? Hornswoggle wrestling El Torito, and it's like, yeah, that's that's a great pre-show right there. Like, there was a lot of those multi-man tag matches that were really good, but they uh, but they don't stand out anymore. They've all blended into each other because of how many they've done. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing that people could vote on through the Mega Maniacs was our equivalent of, I guess you can call it the Warrior Award, which is the Fuck That Guy Club. <laughs> It's like, why don't we just take this into the opposite direction? And the honoree, so to speak, for this year is Kevin Dunn. Oh, this is a long time coming. Uh, Lanny Puffo initially got the first one because, he was I mean, he, he was really shitty. And he set a precedent by basically holding his fa- Randy Savage hostage going, nope, can't be in the Hall of Fame unless me and dad are. Yeah. Eventually he yeah. came to his senses, so that was good. Yeah, but he still deserved the fuck that guy club for that. To, to like, he eventually caved in, but he he didn't live up to the genius moniker. Put it that no, way, not in the slightest bit. But he started uh, the whole fuck that guy club, so he needed to go in first. You know, mm-hmm. Kevin Dunn. Oh, you buck teeth motherfucker! <laughs> Putting aside the amount of careers that you've probably ruined just from your backhand fucking hand, now he, he no, he can't do that. Nah, no, he can't do that. Oh, no, he's not the right guy, Vince. <laughs> I want to fucking circle to a certain time. Royal Rumble. The greatest wrestler in the world fucking debuts. He has his first entrance in the company. And you pan away when he taunts? Right. The fuck? You knew what his entrance was. They tell you. It's they, about making Roman look strong, though. They fuck. They didn't even pan to Roman. They pan to the crowd. Then Roman picking his nose, and then back to AJ. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you book team dumbass? This is why fucking everybody hates you. I I knew that I needed to get you on on this for sure because you're the one who hates Kevin Dunn the most out of everybody. And then Peyton's probably number two. Didn't there was he something, did something that day. you told. Yeah, you said I'd remember, and I've already fucking forgot it. But he did something else recently that pissed me the fuck off. Oh yeah. So I don't remember who was in the ring working, but they were do- uh, they were doing a good job of covering it up. But for some reason, he goes to the camera angle as close to their face as possible. Oh, when they were talking about like uh, calling spots in the yeah. match. Like, I think it was Orton, that- Orton Styles, Orton right? A- Orton Styles, yeah. And it's like they were doing a fine job. Their heads were down. They were hiding it. But if you go in to the, but if you fucking focus on the cameraman that is closest to their fucking faces. The Boost up that microphone. Let's get that audio. It, the thing, it, they left it on for a good 10 seconds. <sighs> Fuck you. Please. Fuck that guy. <laughs> a couple of things that we had at, in the, the list that were like options. I had written down four people ahead of time that were mentioned over the past year. Kevin Dunn was one of them. Myself was one of them, and I don't remember why. I'm pretty sure it was because of Ask Him questions. Silent Wood of Doom was one of them. 
And uh, Superstar Billy Graham was another one. People brought out a couple other good ideas, though, that could be popping up in the future. I mean, we've got uh, Bret Hart has been really making a case to be in the Fuck That Guy Club. Oh, he's I been, think he's a shoe in for next year. Honorary mention, yeah. Yeah, he's he's getting there. I mean, at the very like, very least, I don't care if fucking people don't vote for him. I'll make multiple accounts and do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how passionate he is about hating Brit Hart people. And you'll vote for uh, for Drew for the best co-host, right? <laughs> oh, I just looking back at the nominations. I'm glad the one I put in there made number two. Uh, let's see what you had. Your number two was uh, Josh Matthews. Mm-hmm. He's made a real good case for himself recently. <laughs> and then apparently there was Roman fucking lupus reigns. <laughs> I'm assuming Sean put that one in that there. Was me. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Somebody added Stephanie McMahon. Why? I fucking um, looks like a well, cow. To be fair, she is ruining Raw a lot of the times with how she just dresses down everyone and neuters every fucking man on the roster. It's boring. Yeah. It's old. No one can get over around her. But can we the really add Stephanie to a one... fuck that guy club? <laughs> that have to be men? Well, she can be the first female inductee. It can be fuck that chick. No, it's going to be fuck that MILF club. E. <laughs> I brought that up earlier on. I'm pretty sure that's what websites. <laughs> no, probably all these things are. Probably Neville Levels a fucking website at this point. And it's probably still porn, too. <laughs> Rule uh, 34. That's the right one, right? If it exists, there's point of it. Yeah, I think that's the one. So let's move on to another thing here. We've got, uh, if we've got the Warrior Award is translated for us and into the Fuck That Guy Club, our Celebrity Wing is translated into the Impression Wing. And last year, we did the first one of these and we gave it to the, the Drew Impression, which you heard a little bit at the beginning of this with the whole, Mr. Got it. Hey, hey, Mr. Got it. Hey, 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 come on, guys. Tony, I want to be the host of the year, Tony. Uh, uh, welcome to uh, Smart Cat Moment. Uh, you know, uh, here you go. Oh, God, AJ, take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's no better option for our second induction for the impression wing than right, 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 fucking hell. <laughs> it had to be number two. And yeah, backstory behind this this is one of those things a textbook case of. We have an idea, we make it worse, and then we make something else worse, and then we merge them, and then we make that even worse. <laughs> so it started <laughs> off with our idea of what Triple H's impression of Bad News Barrett's catchphrase was. Well, there was a story going around that Triple H fucking loved it. Right. The Bad News Barrett gimmick. And he'd do impressions of it. And then we were like, well, he's probably backstage since he's his boss going like, hey, I'm Bad News Barrett, right, right, fucking hell. Well, we didn't say fucking hell at that point. And then it was just kind of like, I'm afraid he right, got right, some bad right, news. I should do this job. I'll do it better than him. And then Barrett's probably sitting there going, hey, that's that's a good one, Trips. Like, <laughs> so uh, then that, off of that title match. <laughs> that got somehow merged in with our impression of Sean and him saying fucking hell which now we've got an official spelling for it eventually at one point, which is F-O-L-K-E-N-E-L-L, Falkenel as one well, word. Well, there's I a backstory behind that, though, because all he did is go, Falkenel, but we just took it way too far. We were starting going, Falkenel, that ain't right. You can't do that. <laughs> I take great offense to this. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think like we took it. I think we like went overboard once where we went fucking hell, and then Sean goes, "I die say like that." So we all just took the fucking. <laughs> as soon as you it. become the whole like, oh, I don't do that. Then it's like, oh no, not only do yeah. you, not only do you now do that, you now do it even worse. <laughs> this is where most of the jokes about Drew come from. Is that he took offense to so many fucking things because right. of how young young he was. Um, yeah, as soon as Drew I would be so- like. Uh, and we'd be like, oh, Drew is stuttering all the time with this. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, I Like, with, with Sean, um, the first impression that we started doing with you, Sean, that uh, kind of caught on was when you would say fucking wankers. Because yeah. your connection was awful. And it would always sound like you had, uh, like, cotton balls in your mouth. And it would be like, fuck wankers. And it was like... <laughs> Oh, that was the second short impression we used to do. That was the first one we did. Yeah, that was the first one. The fuck, fuck, fuck. And then that, you know, of course, it, it started off as, like, fucking wankers. Then it became where you basically try to just do all vowels of just, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Then when you started saying, fucking hell, and, like, fucking hell, then it just turned into, Wigo does the best out of all of it. And you've even... Um, I've done, done an entire... Yeah, it's if you go to Sean's channel, which is Happy Pop Gaming seventy two hundred fifty one X. Um, <laughs> I think is it just Happy Pop Gaming on your YouTube or no, seventy two hundred fifty two X? If if you if you YouTube search Happy Pop Gaming Productions, one word, you'll find it. And there is a view of an NXT takeover that I did in that entire voice, which I had to record in about twenty parts because I was giggling all the time. <laughs> Your voice was probably shot by the end of it. Oh, it was fucked up, and there was about like fifty outtakes too. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I'll I'll link it to Tony, and then Tony can put it in the description below. Oh, there you go. Make sure I uh, add that in later on. I'll have to remember about that. Um, and if the impression could say anything, it would say, "Why would I first? Fucking hell, that I right. It's just they merged all these things together, and then it became just essentially that Bad News Barrett and uh, Sean have the same, like, go-to voice red impression. <laughs> Even though you two do not sound the same. But in my mind, you do now, you know? We warped <laughs> it, like... I wish I looked like the fucking dude, Jesus Christ, you seen his fucking abs? Fucking hell. <laughs> Don't you hey, mean... You he fucking said it. Oh, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cunts, the lawyer. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you all get lupus. Well, this is what's kind of curious. This time, uh, we we did inducted the uh, the Drew impressions, and now we've got the Sean impressions. I don't know what we're gonna do for next year because we don't really have like. Impressions about me, or impressions about Payton, or impressions about Wago. Like, I don't know. We're gonna have to do that. We're gonna have to probably throw in one of the impressions of I like mean, one of the wrestlers or whatever. You could put my ER shit in there, but it really doesn't make for a good impression wink. Yeah, no, that's just adding an er at the end, like John Cena. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe we have to ex- uh, extend that, or maybe we just uh, after two years we say the hell with the impression wink. All. <laughs> I mean, fuck the um, 
It's not Who like this that? matters. <laughs> yeah, it's not like any of this matters. I mean, the fucking outros died off eventually. Right. It's a goddamn Hall of Fame class of our own jokes voted on by... By the way, and, just, you know. just for everyone that thinks this is the most pretentious and obnoxious and self-fulfilling thing in the world, it is. It is. Um, <laughs> it is. I was actually the only one that protested it the first time around. <laughs> Well, I mean, if anybody takes this kind of shit seriously and they go like, these guys are jackasses for introducing, you know, a fucking Hall of Fame of their own. Well, you didn't listen to the first 275 fucking episodes then. (laughs) Yeah, we're a bunch of jackasses. That's why we have these jokes. That's why we laugh at things like the Ring Kings. (laughs) Because it's (laughs) like one of us goes, hey, I got a great name for this. And it's like, oh, we are a fucking dork. Let's make one of you forever about it. (laughs) Has the Ring Kings ever been inducted into anything? No, not yet. So I don't That's know. Maybe <laughs> maybe that'll go in next year. I love the uh, description for that too. Which, by the way, if you don't know, everybody, there's a fucking glossary for <laughs> this. That's another way yeah. to point out if how we're bunch of jerks. We didn't think we were already fucking assholes. Yeah, we thought it was good enough that we were like, our jokes are funny enough. People will want to look up research about them. Let's you know add what? it to the website. It's been like a year or two now. Did you ever figure out that Payton like uh, edited a bunch of those because you made yourself sound awesome in them, so he made you sound like an asshole in them? Oh, uh, I probably told him to do some of that too. Even <laughs> you know, some of them were just kind of like, "Well, what happens for this thing?" Yeah, Tony's a jerk, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a bunch he edited, and I don't think you ever realized. <laughs> I look it up every once in a while, but it's not like he edited anything that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm, yeah like, uh, I'm just like, huh, you th- yeah, that was two years ago. It's probably good to talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> the Ring Kings thing on there, it, lists, it says, uh, Peyton, was, Peyton was proud that he was going to name his uh, team name the Ring Kings. Immediately, everyone laughed because it sounds like something a fifth grader would name his team, <laughs> like the Wildcats. <laughs> oh, the best part about that was he tried to give it me. There's a fuck you, and I ran with it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm the Ring Kings. And then my name suddenly got changed back one day. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, we've got, uh, those are, one other thing that's a, a wing section, kind of, which is new this year. Uh, I figured this would be a great way to uh, introduce this for the future. We were mentioning about it last year, possibly doing it, whatever like that. Well, we're going to do the first ever fan appreciation wing. And this one's like an actual serious one. We're going to get back to the stupid bullshit in a few minutes or so. But (laughs) I think the best person to throw in there for the fan appreciation wing, number one, Awesome Piano Man. Sing us a song, Awesome Piano Man. I mean, guy's been following us from like pretty much the very beginning Huge uh, supporter of us in a lot of different ways. Patreon supporter. You gave us the outro. You know, yeah, he's uh, the only. He's the only. Um, he's the only uh, one crazy enough to stick around as long as he. Has. He's also one of the only listeners that we've had an outro written about. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's a god status at this point, right? You know what? I've not seen him around in a very long time, but he's not forgotten. He was there from us from the beginning, and every time that he's around, he's sure to support. He checks in all the time. Uh, he's one of the few people that, like, we, we tend to not add people on Facebook because, you know, there should be, like, a little bit of a a little bit of a wall in between there and such. But um, there's a couple of people that either they've been a part of the website in some way or different things like that. But um, Robert, I should put out, a, I'm not going to put out his full name, but Robert is one of the few people that we've added into the mix and actually added on Facebook. 
So, uh, cheers to you, APM. We still are not sure, though, if uh, it is an awesome piano man or awesome piano man or any of the other variations that we've done over the years, which that joke I still think is funny as hell, too. So <laughs> I like that joke. I think that that doesn't get anywhere near as much uh, credit as it should. But APM, I think, great inductor, indu- inductee, not inductor. Yeah, who are you going to induct, APM? <laughs> There's a couple of the people that I think could be in the mix, but uh, good to hear that you guys are supportive of that as well. Oh, yeah, of course. He deserves it. And, like, there's, there's definitely a bunch of uh, people that deserve it, but um, no more, more than him. He's OG. He's APM OG. Mm-hmm. You got an upgrade to your fucking initials. How about that? Now he's Apamog. <laughs> In Pug form? Instead of Appam. 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 Man, I miss Pogs. Pogs were great. Didn't you hear? Slammer down. I'm back. In Pug, In Pug form. form. <laughs> it's well established. Yeah. Let's go back in time to our golden oldie. Uh, it's kind of our legacy award, I guess, nowadays. We didn't have a legacy award back when we first introduced the idea of Golden Oldies as a uh, part of this. But, hey, you know, WWE follows our uh, our lead with Neville Level. Why not for the other things, too? Uh, and this one was one that a lot of people were kind of going like, man, this should have been in the first year. And it, it could have been in the first year because there's sort of two jokes that are combined together in some ways. We could have made them a tag team. I didn't think that it was a good enough uh, idea for tag team. Because Big Show's gun was definitely a headliner. And this year, finally going in, Big E's package. Circa 2013. <laughs> this is uh, inspired by Paul Hibbard. Uh, he, <laughs> during the Monday Night Raw Party show. Him. That? <laughs> I know that guy. I blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> if you did not listen to the Monday Night Raw, Raw Post show around that time, it's pretty quick backstory. I mean, there's not really all that much to it. Paul was talking about how, like, can we all talk for a second? I'm pretty sure that we're all admiring Big E's package here. Everybody just sort of stopped for a second. And we're all like, uh, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no dude, you're the only one paying attention to his craft. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the only person that saw the fucking good the big show was talking about. Right, yeah. You strange, weird bacon man. It's like, nah, I'm pretty sure that we were all looking at his crotch. Like, I'm pretty sure we're not. Uh, I like yeah, the idea that this sure. turned into... Uh, said it. <laughs> it turned into some jokes about the whole uh, FedEx and UPS, which FedEx took it down, WWE took it down on the t-shirt things and stuff. It's like, yo, UPS is fine with this. I don't understand this. But uh, yeah, that was one of those weird ass moments where we were just like, "Who the fuck do we have on these podcasts?" <laughs> Great joke. We got a lot of mileage out of it. I mean, pretty much any time at this point, somebody says Big E's and then blank. I think package. If somebody mentions a package in any capacity, I'm thinking Big E's package. It's it, All right. You know, if that's running through your head that often, you got problems. Well, see, I'm, the funny thing is, I'm not thinking of Big E's crotch. I'm thinking of Big E carrying a package. <laughs> what the fuck? Because it's just like the way that I've typed that out over the years. I'm imagining him holding like a cardboard box. <laughs> like, <laughs> is it a small package? That's a pretty big one. No, we're not on a Wait, it's Big E's. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had a dream about the New Day. I was going to say about Big E's package. <laughs> yeah, that. Very, very sad. 
very sad. I wish I never woke up. It was a very good dream. Very, I dreamt very I was sad house... when it was a very good dream. I dreamt I was house sharing with Xavier Woods. Good times. <laughs> good times. Man, can one of them pop a steroids already so they can go away? Ugh. I know, right? Right? For <laughs> you now! What else do we have here? We have, uh, we did through that, we did through that. Okay, we have our tag team. And there's no way I was going to induct the actual people. So uh, this has a little asterisk to it. It's not the people. It's the tag team of making fun of JD and not Jeff. The not Jeff joke, not Jeff himself <laughs> is going into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure it's got to be here, you know. The, I mean... How do we start talking about this, you know? What was the whole thing? Is it just Jeff or is it... Sorry, is it just the Not Jeff joke or is it both JD and Not Jeff? It's making fun of the two of them in general. (laughs) (laughs) That's our tag team. This is how I got started for Mega Powers Radio. (laughs) (laughs) I went on the fucking... I went on that show and I made fun of two fucking retards that for some reason called in to receive more and more punishment each week. (laughs) This went on for a, way too long. Way too long. We discussed <laughs> ending it multiple times. Was it like a year and a half? It might, have been, ha- might have even been a little bit longer than that. There's uh, an untold it- story that we need to tell here. There was a storyline to write them out of the show. Mm-hmm. Completely. And I mean a super fucking week-to-week more in-depth than WWE has ever done in their life <laughs> way to write them out of the show. And we just said, after months, not even me, literal months of planning, we just said, fuck it, just like acting like assholes and got rid of them. <laughs> I will never forget the legendary cage match between these two. <laughs> I just can't understand that. How do you have a cage match over the phone? <laughs> There are so many twists and turns to this whole thing that we're just like, I mean, we we talking about it can't even do it justice to the amount of fun that was going on at the time. Because this stuff, mind you, was not planned as like, this will be an element to the show. Like, we don't know these guys. It wasn't like, let's bring on somebody that we know and they can play a character I'll and we can go back and forth. I'll try and give context to the people that have never listened to it. So we used to do a live show on Mega Powers Radio, um, the post-Raw show, and there was this one guy that called in and said, however, a lot. His name was JD, mm. and he was from Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his mum did that. I'm on the phone! <laughs> So he used to be really eccentric and he bought into kayfabe and he'd call every Stephanie McMahon and her bitch boys. Her butt and buddies and her butt buddies, the fucking ass. Week in and week out, the fucking authority. The same shit every week in and week out. I, and then I don't look the worst shows. I don't know what you're talking about, guys. This was the greatest show ever. <laughs> so he'd do this shit every fucking week. And he'd say, however, every sentence. So I rang a bell. Hence Which, what however bell is. In yeah, the however bell in the Hall of Fame last year or the year before. <laughs> so if you want to know the explanation for that, you can go back then. But then he got a friend 
And they weren't friends at first. Mm. We kind of fo- uh, forged their friendship. So they, they, they used. So we had this one guy. What was it? His real name is John. Real name's John. And John. And I call. And who was it? Me that call, kept calling him Jeff. It, it might have been Peyton. It might have been you. I think it was Drew. He was like, "Oh, so it's not Jeff." Well, it started out somebody, whoever it was, uh, had forgotten his name, and they called him Jeff one time. And then it was like, oh, it's not Jeff. We called him Jeff by accident. And then we started calling him Jeff repeatedly. Okay, yeah, you know, it was Peyton that screwed the name up, and then I kept calling him Jeff, because then I moved on to Snarf after he accepted his name was Jeff. Snarf, Snarf. But we called him Jeff to the point that he accepted his name was Jeff. Well, it became, (laughs) when you call somebody the wrong name, and then it's like, oh, my name's not Jeff. Then it was like, okay, well, then his name is, quote, not Jeff. Oh, and not, not you know, <laughs> like what? It's the typical dad joke of when somebody says like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and then they go, "Oh, hello, sorry. My name is Dad." Like that type of a thing. So it's a joke that everybody has heard. By the time they're two years old, everybody's heard this joke. Well, he went insane about it. He'd scream, "No, my name's not not Jeff." And then oh, it's like, "So it's not not so Jeff." I'm sorry, you're not not Jeff. <laughs> And he used to get riled up so much, and these two were so fucking retarded and didn't get the hint that we were just being mean to them, <laughs> that Hayden would throw them in a screen, and they'd continue talking, thinking they were alive on the show still. Yeah. And then he'd stick them in a call together. He'd have one in another room talking to himself while having one live on the air, and then put him in the room, so they start talking together. And then it was like, we'd bring him back onto the air, and it would be like, oh yeah, that's a good thing to talk about. And then he'd be like, yeah, I know, right? Like, they just gonna... they still be on. talking, and they formed a friendship. They formed, like, this tag team idea, so that's why they're going in together, essentially, of the two of them, and they, they ended up, like, trying to do their own show and whatever, and it was like... Uh, the the back and forth between all those jokes that we had going on with them were... Like, at this point, like, legendary. I mean, there's... I'm gonna be honest, people tuned in more for the ongoing battle with Jeff and JD than they Mm -hmm. did the fucking wrestling content. And and that turned into another little bit of a storyline thing, where this was actually the impetus to bring Caitlyn into the mix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, I forgot all about that! Oh, yeah. Well, we're talking about, this is well past the point of the However Bell, which, that... Alright, first off, let's say this. When you're calling into a show and the people that are the people running the show are laughing at your opinions and continually kind of making it like this is ridiculous that we're getting this guy that's calling in all the time. Like put to context, I I was literally playing an audio clip of Snarf over the top of him talking. (laughs) And giving them the Doogie Hauser theme music. (laughs) Well there was that too. We he wanted he wanted his own theme music and he wanted Voodoo Child. So we started Voodoo Child off and then it would go into Doogie Hauser. (laughs) I forgot. Do you remember when I used to start doing the thing where I was talking under him but saying vile, horrible things? Yeah. Yeah, there was all the stuff about the the Fig Newton, the Newton Crosby, and um... for some some odd reason, JD had a had a bad thing going with Silent Winter Doom. It was great. Oh shit! Yeah, he hated mm-hmm. Silent Winter Doom. Just for no reason. It is apparently offensive. I don't know why. Silent Winter Doom, all he asked him on the dual call was, where do you get your t-shirts from? I get them from your mom, you bitch boy. <laughs> he fucking hated him. 
But then that got to the point where we were like, okay, well, let's try to figure out the the weirder kind of stuff that we can do here. So we had stuff like the Phil Stevenson show, <laughs> just to mess with people. And we brought Kaylin in to be fake uh, versions of JD and not Jeff. <laughs> and <laughs> where we had him being JD... And we don't were just skip taking... the Angie, don't skip the Angie part. That was the part. That oh no, that, 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 came, that came out afterward. It was Kaylin calling in as JD, doing JDisms, and us <laughs> acting like we were just talking to the regular JD and being a little bit more nice to him. <laughs> oh yeah, we treated this JD awesome. Yeah. We were much JD, nicer to this. We treated like fucking shit. And it became that there was an imposter JD, <laughs> and then we brought Angie in. To be the imposter Jeff, but she didn't even try to do his voice. Yeah, uh, that's what we told him. We went, all right, we need a woman. Can you get Angie to do it? All right, tell her not to even put a voice on. Just be her fucking self and answer plainly as possible. And make this as just in your face. (laughs) And she would just call in and be like, you know, everybody should know by now what Angie's voice is. She should be just like, hello. And be like, oh, hey, hey, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) And he still bought into it. And this became this huge storyline of, you're the imposter, you're the fucker. I felt bad for her because we didn't know Angie that well at the time. We bought her on on air and we just got this fucking retard screaming at her. But we should say reptard. And and then they brought in solicitors and what? The Department of Headquarters. (laughs) Well, we had Kaylin doing, which if you didn't know this by now, it was Kaylin doing the voice. (laughs) Spoiler (laughs) Oh, we might be at the investigator coming. What yeah, they, uh, what was his um, name? Cliff. Uh... Cliff Clafton. <laughs> Cliff Clafton. That's the one. I was originally going to be Cliff Clafton, but I couldn't keep doing the voice. <laughs> so he was, was an investigator. <laughs> so the original conception for Cliff Clafton wasn't this like serious person that Caleb was. It was, hi, my name is Cliff Clafton. And then we went into some random direction. It was fucking awesome. So this whole storyline with the whole thing between Cliff Clefton and Angie bringing the mix and the flip out of, you're the imposter, and, you know, a whole bunch of crazy shit like that. I mean, we pushed this to its fucking limit. Like, yeah, we went way too far with it. Like Wego was saying, I mean, this started off as, like, we should kind of, like, quote-unquote, write these guys out of the show. They were weren't a part of the show. They just became a part of the show. And it went on for, I would say, probably like three or four months after we were saying that we should just kind of boot them out. Because we had people that, you know, would call in and it's like, you know, trolling or something like that. And we'd be like, oh, it's kind of funny if it was a funny troll. And if it wasn't a funny one, we'd be like, try to keep them on the line. It just became keeping these two fuckers on the line every week. God knows what they're up to now. Who really fucking cares? <laughs> you know? Did they but, start doing their own podcast? Yeah, yeah but, but it was something <laughs> so the, dumbass so the, uh, name. I don't know. I can't even remember. It was like 14 different words to it, like WCCCWPWOF or like, you know, I don't know. So to pull back the curtain of what actually was meant to go down, um, we actually had two stories ongoing. One continuing the battle of Time Cow and Tow Truck Pig. Yeah, which, Where, since you guys didn't like Tow Truck Pig, fuck. Yeah, 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 you ruined, like, a really in-depth, like, audio clip-made storyline. 
Mm. It was going to tie into Drew. He was going to be responsible for hiring Tow Truck Pig. Like. Which was going to tie into JD and Jeff somehow. They were going to get blamed for the death of Time Cow, which would be revealed by Cliff Clefton, and the fake JD and Jeff would be the ones allowed to be kept. Right. And it, A, it became too much work. B, we wanted, <laughs> B, we wanted to get rid of them. Um... Uh, didn't the only reason we wanted to peg Drew on time cows because it made him upset? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> "Well, know. I don't want to be the one that did it." And we're like, "Oh, well, then you fucking did it." <laughs> oh, you definitely did it. I saw you do it. In fact, you did it while also stuttering. <laughs> 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 All right, just a just a pullback, like a curtain for one memory. Do you remember when Drew sat us all well, sat us all down, uh, brought us all to a call afterwards? He goes. Guys, I don't think I like it when you make fun of uh, me stuttering. <laughs> and I don't remember which one of us goes, okay, Drew, I totally understand. I, I won't do that anymore. I think it was me. <laughs> the worst part is it could have been any of us. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said I don't know who it was. We're fucking assholes. <laughs> so we had this whole idea of the JD and Jeff thing or whatever like that. It didn't pan out the way that we thought that it would because it, we just instead started to make it more into the level of like, um, let's just keep pissing them off. <laughs> And then, I mean, they got to a point where they were just, like, flipping out, you know. And it was like, they tended to direct a lot of their hate just to Payton. Which well, I was gotta like... say, Payton was in this element back then. He was creating, like, audio clips of cow pigs killing cows and fucking coming up with new gimmicks each week for them to compete in. <laughs> screening them in the calls. Payton was truly in his element. It was fucking great. That was that was fun times, and we stopped having the functionality for people to call in, which means we couldn't do really do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, that died a couple of months before that went down anyway. Yeah, Remember? but I mean, like nothing else has spawned since then. I mean, uh-huh. like we haven't had any other people to fuck around with because we don't have people calling in anymore. That kind of thing. Remember when Angie was high and she got stuck in a room with JD? <laughs> Oh, you mean, oh, I'm shit. not when high. She called, when she oh. called in on her fucking pain meds. <laughs> no, I didn't take anything, guys. You guys are great. I love you all. <laughs> okay, I just want to say, for as horrible and despicable as we all are, we could have done a lot worse with her. <laughs> well, and she's like, she's too nice. We can't, I know. Like... She's, just, she's like a total sweetheart where it's just like, I feel bad for picking on her. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's a TV trope, a writer's term called like, you know, the, the five man band and like the sixth ranger and all these other things where it's like it balances things out. Like if you look at the, the Ninja Turtles, you've got what that one specifically is called the four temperament ensemble. So you've got like the funny one, the smart one, the like angry brutish one, and then the one that like balances them all out and different things like that. And one of them, uh, the elements is the heart <laughs> where it's like this is the one that like. If anybody's going to tell them, like, no, no, we should help out that homeless person, whatever like that, that's Angie. <laughs> if anybody's going to be nice out of the group, it's going to be Angie. And before anyone goes, it's just because it's a girl. No, there's plenty of girls that we rip the piss out of. Right. Trisha is a bitch. <laughs> so my bitch a little. Da, 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 da. Trish likes to bitch a lot. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, with with Angie and stuff, bringing her into the mix with the the JD and uh, not Jeff stuff, and getting Kaylin in with that, like the best thing to come out of the JD and not Jeff stuff, other than the JD and not Jeff jokes, we're bringing those two into the group. 
So it's a great thing that ended up spawning from us making fun of uh, people that may or may not have some problems. <laughs> Man, this, this, is well, this, induction, this induction got a lot of talk. I forgot how many memories we had from this. That's one of why I wanted to keep it towards the end. I was like, this one's one that we're definitely going to spend time on. But we do have one more that uh, is our headliner for this year. It's from 2014, and if you didn't think that we were horrible enough people as it was from us just talking about this whole thing, David Otunga has dead family for a living. <laughs> it had to go in this year. Uh, this... Oh, this one's pretty bad, though. It was uh, Drew, if I remember correctly, was the one that, that started this all, where we were talking about what does David Otunga do because he wasn't seen on television for a long while. Like, he did his whole thing with the Nexus and the core fighting each other and whatever. Then he just disappeared. But he was still always on the active roster thing. So we started speculating, you know, well... Apparently he had some kind of a thing where like his wife, like one of the family members had died or whatever like that. And I'm pretty sure it was Drew because it sounds like a Drew type of thing to do. It was like, well, you know, what does he do now? And it was like, oh, he's got dead family. It was like, wait a minute. That's what he does? <laughs> Has dead family? <laughs> so it became yeah, it like, pretty... his, the joke became that what does he do for a living? He has dead family. <laughs> Not, he's a uh, lawyer, he's a wrestler, he's a commentator. It's like, well, what do you do? Oh, you know, I'm in, uh, like, uh, legal work. You know, I'm uh, paralegal. Oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a doctor. What do you do for a living? I did some dead family. <laughs> and there is a song out there, one of the outros, and it's just called Otunga's Family. Fuck <laughs> yeah, that so... outro. Fuck it. Okay, Sean... forever to do. No, 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 we need to have this out. That outro was not hard to do. You were being a stubborn, miserable fuck. <laughs> you really were. You were this being was, a fu- you were being a you were being a fucking toddler about that. You were in a and the thing is, you bitched about not being able to go to bed soon. You would have been able to do it if you had just fucking done it. <laughs> it was like, oh, we're all gonna do uh, Adam's family. It's it four lines. Sentence, you cunt. It was. Dumb. Poor it's four decision. lines that rhyme with each other, and you know the song already. And all it is is like, I mean, shit, I wrote like seven of them or something like that. And uh, Sean's idea was just kind of like, uh, David Otonga, oh, he's got dead family, and fuck him, he's an asshole. The end. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm not a very okay, creative man. bloke. All right, we all <laughs> saw what happened with the Seth Rollins song. All right, I am not very creative. That was one of the best outros you ever did. I know. You're beautiful, Seth Rollins. I love you. You're beautiful to me. (laughs) I saw your face. (laughs) In a crowded place. (laughs) So so we got much more mileage out of David Otunga having family members that had passed away than any reasonable person ever should have because this shouldn't be a joke to begin with <laughs> i wish i wish he would go back morning though good god damn it you're awful and smacked up fuck off yeah it's pretty terrible yeah i miss his old line of work <laughs> <laughs> getting paid to do nothing because he has family members that passed away and it's like well take some time off and it's like what, what are you he's... doing nowadays ah you know i don't know why he sticks around he's not wrestling anymore and his fucking wife hates the wrestling business does she you fucking see that interview where, like, 
it was her and David, and they were on some fucking, I don't know, morning talk show. Uh, you know, shit that only housewives that have no life watch. Uh, or something. Yeah, yeah, and they were, they were, they kept wanting to talk about David Otunga being a WWE wrestler. It was, uh, he was, it was back when he was like, um, the A-lister Lor- or something. John, no, not even that. John Laurinaitis' right hand man, where he was like wrestling in main events every week. Uh, where he had the coffee. Yeah, he was actually like a big star for a while. People just, but he was kind of like a job to the stars. And they kept wanting to talk about it, and she kept like cutting him off, going, "Oh, he's a lawyer too." <laughs> She's embarrassed by him being a wrestler. Well, it's a hell of a lot better job than just killing off family members to pay for you. Be careful. She might wind up uh, <laughs> being a good yeah. family. <laughs> <laughs> We're awful people in so many ways. I mean, some of these jokes, like Neville Level, there's nothing offensive behind that. Adding 77 to it, nothing offensive. Jinder Mahal face turn, it's just kind of making fun of the idea that he's not really a, a great uh, wrestler. And it's like, kudos to Awesome Piano Man, a great fan. Everything else is horrible. <laughs> it's, that is let's make fun of people, by... let's do a Sean impression, fuck Kevin Dunn, like, you know. To anyone that finds any of the content disturbing, upsetting, insensitive, offensive, just please understand that when the microphones are turned off and we're alone, we're way fucking worse. <laughs> that, that is true. Uh, it's something that I mentioned because I had recorded Drew's thing uh, ahead of time with there, and he was saying about you know different ideas, things that we cut out over the years and stuff. It's like some of the stuff was just kind of like, yeah, we can't even know. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. yeah. This stuff that we've discussed, gone to do, and then just start to do a double take and go, this is incredibly stupid. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you look at the list of the jokes that we've got over the years, we haven't had as many recently because we haven't been able to get people on the same things the same schedules are all lined up like everything's kind of like uh changed over the past year i mean between people different jobs uh with different schedules and then we've got like the brand split which makes like twice as much work for me and then that makes that harder and whatever so that's kind of made it to where like 2016 we didn't get a whole lot of different things you know we're not pulling out the all talk shows anymore where we can talk about the most random stuff. Although I do want to get that back into the mix, which that would be really fun to get a lot of more recurring jokes out of that kind of stuff. We don't have the people calling in anymore, so we can't get these jokes that pop up from that. But when you look at the way that some of these jokes have like withstood the test of time, it's like, these are dumb fucking jokes. (laughs) These aren't high quality caliber, you know, like let's pay somebody to write jokes for us type of stuff. This is dumbass, a uh, bunch of children giggling over nonsense. <laughs> and the funniest part about it all to me is we get you guys listening and you like them. <laughs> like we do a David Otunga has dead family for a living joke and people start going, can you make a t-shirt out of that? And it's like, in, no. <laughs> in which case makes you people even worse for listening and liking this shit. Yeah, you, you, uh, you egg us on. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to be going. You're supposed to be going. Ooh, that's harsh. But no, you don't. You laugh it up. It's different when you talk about the jokes, like how uh, we we say Chaz, and it's the whole Chaz, like that. That's a little sleazy, and it's just like okay, whatever. What or, I will say. I'm, sorry, go on. Finish that up. Like when we we kept saying about um, I'm scrolling through the list here, and it's like um, 
Wago was saying that CM Punk was going to return and whatever. And then it became like a joke that it's like, oh, well, Wago every week is going to be that CM Punk returns or whatever like that. But when we start mixing in stuff like Dr. Hanukkah Burger and like whatever, it's like insanity. That's where it starts pointing out that you guys have problems too. <laughs> what are you going to say? I will put this out there. I am not against purchasing Blog Talk Radio monthly for $40. If there is an actual, and I mean a real fucking, yes, we want this from you guys. Because where I'm not investing any of the fucking time and money into it if you guys don't want to fucking listen to it. So if you genuinely want us to do that and have all the calls back in, I'm not against fronting the bill. We got a Mixler. Oh, wait, no, Mixler people couldn't call in, right? No, Mixler was kind of shitted. Like, it was good because it had better audio quality, but everything else sucked. Hmm. We got a couple different things that maybe we can look into in the future for that kind of stuff. But that that is like what Wego just said. It kind of depends on if you guys want to support it enough because, you know, we don't all have fucking money. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we can't really just kind of like put that out there and then be like, oh, three people listened to it this week. Oh, that's cool. Like that kind of thing. But if you guys like these jokes enough and stuff, I mean, we'll keep pumping out some dumbass content. <laughs> so that's our class of 2017 for the Smart Out Moment Hall of Fame. Holy shit. <laughs> what, uh, any other thoughts you guys have about this? Um, um, just the 2018. Miguel's eyebrows are pretty big. That's about it. If you guys have some suggestions of what you would like to see inducted next year, I mean, you got that index up on the website for you to scroll through. Maybe some other things will pop up that we uh, kind of turn into a different way, kind of uh, mold into some other sort of fashion, sort of like the the Roy 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 type of thing where it was one joke and then damn near a year later or so became another joke. But uh, I think it's a strong class. I think we got a good class here. I don't know if it's as good as the, you know, the Kurt Angles and all those things for the WWE side of things. But if we're talking about comparing actual wrestlers to our dumbass jokes, I think we got a good class here. <laughs> it's you could say it's on the Neville level. It's in the seventies, I would say maybe it might not be seventy-seven, maybe it's seventy-four, something like that. But uh, that is our class for that. So thank you all for listening to this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this when it comes to the Drew thing that's happened as far as plugs go. <laughs> Didn't we have a lyrics to that? Yes, uh, it was something Robinson. Robinson. Oh, that was your your name. So that's what it was, Stephen Mortimer. Oh no, there was another one. But there was just this random black guy. Who? <laughs> Was it Jeffrey Robinson or something? Wow. You don't remember it, do you? No. no. You guys had a fucking still of this random guy that had cropped himself into a Hall of Fame photo. And you started singing his name to the lyrics all the time. To the oh tune all the time. How do I not remember this? I, I kind of vaguely remember it now, but what was his name? I have no idea. Yeah, it was, it was when I was doing a search for a Hall of Fame logo, and I came across this dude had put himself into the, like, he really poorly, like, damn near, like, paint put himself into it. And it was his name. God damn. Ah, whatever it was. <laughs> See, another dumb joke. <laughs> you can't even remember I, uh, the impetus for it. Apparently, I only retained. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, Wago, anything you want to toss out for the plug side of things? All right. You can follow me at Stephen Wago on the Twitter. Stephen is spelled with a P-H. Wago is W-A-G-O. I will be doing content in the future. I'm not sure what the fuck I'm going to be doing with getting my work schedule figured out, getting a whole bunch of things figured out, but stay tuned there. Still trying to figure out that whole toilet thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting some actual comeback. Not to, yeah. I was just going to run with it, but it just made you laugh. Alright, Sean, anything on your end? You want to change your uh, Twitter name again? No, 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 no. It hasn't been a week, so I'm not going to change it. It's still, you can still follow me at Your Nan Hates You. Can't you just, like, change it to Eilic batteries, but make the batteries start with an 8? No. That sounds like your type of thing. I licked the Nintendo Switch cartridge the other day. Supposedly terrible, right? It's fucking vile. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, they put a bitter agent on it, you jackass. <laughs> oh, this thing apparently tastes bad if you lick it. I should lick it to make sure. Oh, you see, hell. it's because it's all, it <laughs> was all these hell. videos. It tastes bitter after it put bitter agent on it. That ain't fucking right. If, if Nintendo never that. told, if Nintendo never told us about it, no fucker would have done it. I'm just saying, Nintendo no, put it out it. there. Nintendo put it out there just to see people's reactions to it. Nah, it somebody would have done it at some point. Everybody, people eat paper and pens and stuff. Somebody would have eaten it. Yeah, fucking people eat pens. People chew on like their pens all the time and stuff. No, it's I all nuts. I don't know. <laughs> what if the DS cartridges are bad? There, there you go. Now we're gonna get. Uh, why don't you open one. up a new, another oh, YouTube channel for that? Heavy Pope eating. <laughs> Wait, where's Pokemon Omega Ruby? There it is. Right, I'll, give, I'll give this a lick. Live on air. Because fuck it, why not? Right? No, that's fine. Tastes like bad decisions. All right. Well, I'm glad we fucking stuck around for this. <laughs> All guys. Uh, that's it for Wago and uh, Sean. I'm going to intercut now the section that I recorded ahead of time with Drew. So you got a bonus extra 20 minutes or half an hour, however long it was for that. See you in a couple seconds. Alrighty, guys, we're going to have Drew's perspective of the 2017 Smark Out Moment Hall of Fame. Just like everybody else, he does not know who is going into the Hall of Fame this year, or more so I should say what is going into the Hall of Fame instead, because you know, it's not like actual people and stuff. Well, some of them are actual people, you know. Hey, it's real to me, damn it. <laughs> so the first thing I'm going to just put out here, this is probably not the same order that we're going to go in on the website's uh, other section that we're going to be doing here. I don't know how I'm going to edit this into the mix. If you're listening on iTunes and Stitcher, it'll be in there somewhere. And if you're on YouTube, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't really know. But uh, we're going to start off with one of the mid-carders, because why not? And it's something that's been happening quite a bit lately. This is one that was chosen by the people on the Mega Maniacs. Neville Level 77. <laughs> it's a good one. I, I'm trying to remember when we started that joke. Was that when he just came up on the main roster? It is listed on the website here in our glossary of index. Uh, our glossary of index. Glossary <laughs> of... Uh, that's all, that has as much credibility as the Department of Headquarters. Yeah, pretty much done. <laughs> that's all their books. They're all shit like that. It's all like uh, the appendix of Table of Contents. And stuff. <laughs> it says that it was circa 2015, so we don't actually have like a specific day that we did it, but the 
right up on the website says uh, Neville and Level rhyme, and it's fun to say them together. Also, someone said 77 funny once, and somehow they became tied together <laughs> to say that there are 77 Nevilles. I don't remember exactly what caused it, but we must have said something about like uh, on the Neville or on the level, and then somebody said like it's on the Neville. And then that became Neville level. I don't really know. I mean, at this point, we're talking about two years ago, basically, or at least yeah. a year and a half. This was this was one of the funniest jokes ever, though. It still is. Anytime I see Neville on my screen, I instantly think of the Neville level in 1977. If I hear uh, 77 at this point, <laughs> I think Neville level 77 and that was I think it was 177 was the episode that we were on so that's now two years ago at that point because we're at 275 so the idea of like well when we get to episode 177 I, I don't remember how we mixed it together but Neville level and that have become so entwi- intertwined together that I mean the, I made up the t-shirt about that or whatever but Clearly, they and WWE think Neville and level rhyming make sense, and it's funny. I do. It's amazing. They didn't and do it like for a couple of those years. Times where I'm glad they get my humor. A couple years on the roster, they didn't have him do it, and now he's doing it. And I mean, tonight I'm recording this uh, ahead of time. We're going to be doing the other section of this on Friday. Drew and I are recording this Tuesday night. Earlier tonight on 205 Live, he's talking about again. You're not on my level. Because I'm on the Neville level. And it was like, dude, just say 77. Just say it one time. <laughs> if he does that, I swear to God, I'm going to end up getting like so many more t-shirt buys. <laughs> and then they'll take it down it... again. You know. We know we've been making that joke longer than you, man. Yeah, they took it down once. So yeah, maybe they'll do it again. I don't know. But they saw it and Vince must have think that was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Hey, hey, look at that. Neville and Level rhymes. We should push that fucker. <laughs> so I did not actually vote for this joke as being the to go in this year. I had a couple other ones that I thought were a little bit better suited to go in at uh, the 2017 section. I would have gone with uh, the Seth Rollins is a hungry homeless cat fish man or whatever the hell the, all the different things were. Uh, there's like a thousand of them now, right? Yeah, it's long enough that I don't think all of it fit into the pole on uh, yeah. the, the Maniacs. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, I like that joke. But the, the Rollins one? Or the Neville yeah, one? The Rell- no, the Rollins one. It's a good joke, but I like the Neville level one better. Just because it rhymes. It's fun to say. Duh. <laughs> Obviously, that's why. <laughs> well, if we can figure out a way to get the sing-songy type, and of, also uh, when when you impersonate a certain feeling about the Neville level, it's amazing. <laughs> the other one that I had voted for that got no other votes <laughs> was uh, Yeti Station Four. I still think that the whole <laughs> thing of your dad and buying you the PlayStation and all—it's funny as hell. I feel like I, I we make I know we make the joke on smart. Not smart, I smack talk, and we on the Rob Post show when we did that. And I remember that we really only talked about where that came from on the All Talk show, which not everyone checked out. So I really don't know if everyone knows why that's why that's a joke. So maybe that's why you're the only one that voted on it. So you know what though, that can apply to a lot of the things. People are just like, I don't know why this is a joke, and it's like, well, neither the fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are like good jokes, dude. There's a few jokes in there that 
um, we we just don't remember anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple that I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> there's some that really like very quickly lost steam. Like, oh, yeah. uh, well, I'm looking at the list right now, and there's like, I thought it was funny as hell at the time, but we never really kind of continued it all that much. Was the fall of 2015 the mist disease thing, and we were calling <laughs> it mist disease. disease. <laughs> That one was funny as hell. We should have kept that going, but I guess we just didn't give a shit as much about Mr. <laughs> surprised. Or whatever. You know, if we uh if if we were able to do more episodes as like a group again, especially when the Miz is doing like his run of dominance on SmackDown at the end of last year and kind of right now still, he de- you definitely know we would have made that joke at one point. Well, there's also <laughs> I forgot about this one. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's Kevin Nash was Booker T. <laughs> February 2016. Wego changed the name of our Facebook chat. Did you uh to Did you know Nash was Booker instead of the Booker? So we promptly jumped on his grammar mistake and took the comment as him saying Kevin Nash was Booker T himself, similar to our Austin and Jericho being the same. <laughs> Kevin Nash was Booker T. Like that's that's the type of stuff that I find funny as hell and that whole idea of uh, Kofi Kingston and The Miz having the same dad. <laughs> uh, so why is this? Why is that not going to Hall of Fame this year? I don't know. That could have been in the running. I don't know. Maybe next year or so. I think <laughs> that's one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> it's like, hey, dad. It's like they adopted Kofi too and all that. Well, that's one of the ones that you guys had picked was the uh, whole thing with Neville Level 77. The other one that you guys had picked was General Hall face turn. <laughs> so we're getting more Jinder Mahal this year than before, but he still has not turned face yet. <laughs> People thought it was going to happen at Fastlane, and it didn't. He's still a heel. Hey, man. It'll happen. You just got to believe. Got to believe? You just got to believe, man. Uh, I got to go through this joke list so I can find something funny. Yeah, we just send no you the lo- link? No, I already got to it. Oh, okay. Okay, so like, there's some funny things in here, but I don't know. David Otunga's face turn may never happen, dude. David Otunga's face turn that we got that going. <laughs> oh, David Otunga, my bad. Jinder Mahal. <laughs> I don't know if if David Otunga's dead family is not in the Hall of Fame this year. I think we'd be upset. So, the Jinder Mahal face turn thing was from 2013. Holy shit. That was around the time that I started doing it. I remember that. <laughs> it's kind of, <laughs> it was kind of crazy. So I'm gonna toss another one out to you. This is our uh, tag team. I'm classifying it, making fun of JD and not Jeff. <laughs> you know, it had to go in at some point. You know, it's one of those things where no, there's no way I was gonna give actually them a Hall of Fame spot. <laughs> So the the tag team constitution is making fun okay. of those two, similar to how we did the tag team of the Thurman Sparky Plugs and uh, Bob uh, Bob Court Holly. Listen, we're not actually putting Bob Holly in the Hall of Fame. We're putting Listen, some hard jokes about him in there. I think we were missing an opportunity to inform them that they made our Hall of Fame and to bring them back one more time to shit on them. Oh, it's so great to be honored here. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold is so honored to be here. 
Oh, we got Stone Cold on here? I got you guys. I'm not actually Stone Cold. <laughs> I mean, what's what's to say about this? The, the Not Jeff stuff has been around for uh, since 2014. It's been fucking amazing. However, Tony, I don't know. However, if it's the greatest joke ever, though. However, however. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to run this down a whole lot in the other part that will probably be before this. So people will be like, you're repeating yourself and all that. But I want to talk about this now, too. The idea of just the lunacy of the idea that we're calling him Jeff and then it's, you know, <laughs> well, you could call me Jeff. Like, you know? uh, that was the best part of like every time he called in other than maybe his intro because the cat dog thing was funny. So. <laughs> Snarfs. <laughs> Snarf, 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 snarf. But. No, just whenever he's like, hey, guys, it's John. I was like, what? I thought you're Jeff. No, I'm not Jeff. Yeah, you're not Jeff. <laughs> uh, a better tag team not suited to be in yet, right? Yeah. There's not many things I mean, that we can group together, but that was one that was like, we definitely can group those together. Last year we did Ricky the Steamboat and Tugger Tugboat, right? Yeah, that was a stable of the, the boat stable. Oh, the boat stable. Yeah, Tugger the tugboat boat, Tugger the tugboat boat, and, you know. <laughs> oh, man, some fucking dumb shit that we do here. Um, we have our our answer, I guess you could basically call it, to the Warrior Award, which is the Fuck That Guy Club honoree. Again, chosen by uh, the people in the Mega Maniacs. We had a couple different people this year. I had notes written down for a couple options based off of uh, last year and a couple other things that happened over the past couple of months where people are like, can you add this person into the list? And the person who ended up getting the the win, I guess you can call it, kind of the win to be in a Fuck That Guy club, Kevin Dunn. We yeah. shit on Kevin Dunn all the time, and I think it's justified. Yeah, I think he is definitely a good qualifier. Though I'm a little disappointed that I didn't see that earlier because I think me adding Bret Hart is something that is well-deserved as well. He's got to be up there at this point. Yeah, Bret Hart is – I honestly, yeah, he could definitely join the, the Fuck That Guy Club, and I know I have Wago and Peyton's backing on that and probably Caitlin's. Well, I'm pretty sure that the person who wants to say the most shit about Kevin Dunn is probably Wago. He usually seems oh, to hate him the yeah. most. So hopefully he's on Friday because I think that'll be a good listen on Saturday for me. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, I, I know Kevin Dunn. Yeah, he sucks. It's like <laughs> what do you say at that point other than that, right? Fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck Kevin Dunn. I mean, he's a nice guy, but fuck them. So those were the ones that Drew was aware of as far as like the Mega Maniacs goes, but these are some of the other ones that are in the mix that uh, I hadn't told anybody at uh, ahead of time. Our equivalent to the celebrity wing is our impression wing. And last year, Drew was in the mix for the, ah, Mr. Got It, Mr. Got It, that kind of voice. This year, we got to give it a course to the Sean impression of the yeah. Roy, 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 and the Falk Gunnell from 2014 Honestly, at that point. I think that joke is probably better than the Mr. Cotta stuff. At least to me, it's funnier than the Mr. Cotta stuff. Well, the Mr. Kata stuff came first. So that's why I was like, oh, we should put that in first. But we've gotten a little bit more leverage out of the, the Roy, Roy, Roy stuff because yeah. it started off not as a Sean impression. And it just fucking morphed into a Sean impression. We Wait, merged Barrett him together with Ben Sean, and Barrett. Pretty much. But it was, you were going to say I, was cut, I cut you off there. My bad. No, uh, it was Wade Barrett turned into Sean Walker pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
It was and a Triple H impression, or our impression of what Triple H's impression of Wade Barrett. <laughs> and then it turned into, well, I guess Wade Barrett's got the same voice as Sean, and then we just merged the, the fucking L thing. Okay, so, so really, it's our version of Triple H's version of Wade Barrett's version of Sean's impression. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, this is... 2014 is the the Royt 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 stuff, and 2015 is when we started the Folk and L thing, which is like a true spelling of it now. 16 yet? Is what? Anything for 2016 when it comes to uh, celebrity wing stuff? Uh, we don't have anything. I think that's uh, a 2016 one because it's like that's got to have earned itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. We've got, though, a golden oldie. You know, it's kind of our legacy award, sort of. Got to go back in time as far as I can to get a go- good couple of things for that one. And uh, our major uh, golden oldie kind of equivalent sort of in the past was uh, Big Show's Gun. And I waited a little bit to add this one into the mix, but this one needed to go in. This year, Biggie's package goes in. Yes. Ooh, that could be a headliner, man. Could be, yeah. I mean, we got a lot of mileage out of Biggie's package, which sounds horrible. But. You know, it was Biggie's package, and what was the other one? Big Show's Gun. Big Show's Gun, yep. You could have honestly done that as a tag team, but Big Show's Gun definitely was the, deserved to be the headliner that first year. Mm-hmm. But, man, that was so fucking funny. I actually, <laughs> I still think the uh, Big Sh- Biggie's package is better than Big Show's Gun. It's about 50-50 for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I tend to lead a little bit more towards Big Show's gun because just the sheer lunacy of the idea that he's got a fucking gun. <laughs> but Biggie's package was just a classic moment on the Raw Post show. It's Paul Hibbard, and he's like, you know, well, we're all going to say we, we admired Biggie's package, right? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that joke. I think it's one of my favorite ones. And I, you know, I've gotten two T-shirt designs out of it for FedEx and for UPS. Have either of those got taken down? Oh yeah, they got they got taken down by both WWE and by uh, FedEx. Really, FedEx it? <laughs> Surprised that they're searching the internet for that kind of stuff. Well, I gotta wonder what the hell they're thinking. It's like <laughs> they're doing a parody of our logo. What does Big E's package mean? I don't fucking know, but take it down. <laughs> if anything, it's like free advertising. Yeah, why not? So fuck you, FedEx. Yeah, fuck you, FedEx. Piece of shit. That's why we use UPS. Yeah, UPS has been cool with it. Come on. Yeah, why are you going to be a little punk? It's one of my favorite older ones from back in the day, though. You were still watching around that time, right? You hadn't been a part of the mix yet. For Biggie's package? Yeah. No, I was. that was, that was in 2013, right? Mm-hmm. That was one of the first episodes I did the Raw Post show with you guys. Okay, I thought it was a little bit after that, like a couple months afterward, but I mean, I, I don't know the fucking reference point of when it was. I don't know. It was sometime in 2013. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Biggie had a package, Tony. It was beautiful <laughs> in the eyes of a certain someone. <laughs> well, we got two other things. Uh, I decided to add a new category this year for the uh, fan appreciation wing. And uh, he doesn't know about this, so he's not, he's going to find out about this when he listens to the episode. Awesome Piano Man goes into the Smart Out Moment Hall of Fame. This is actually a one that I think we've 
I think we've mentioned it at least the past two years around the time we've done the Hall of Fame. Definitely last year we brought it up as a as something that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we finally did something with it because also being a man was definitely one of the first fans. And it's definitely been there throughout everything that's happened. You know, he's had times and periods where he will, like, you know, will go away for periods of times and he tells us about it, you know. And whenever he comments, it's always something amazing and funny as hell. I mean, shit, when he did the awesome Piano Man song for an outro, that was awesome. Great outro. Yeah. Always been a staunch supporter. Exactly. You know, he still supports, Mm -hmm. he still comments. And fuck, you started this in 2011. That was a long time ago, dude. Yeah. That was six years ago. It's fucking insane. Yeah, so if anybody was going to go in there first, I mean, it had to be Awesome Piano Man. Good old APM. Although... And you could probably stop after that because I'm not a fan anymore. (laughs) I'm a co-host, so no one else could really go in. And honestly, if I wasn't a co-host, I would have went in first. So um, (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding. (laughs) That was a dick move of me. (laughs) But... (laughs) Awesome Piano Man is well, well, well deserving of this. And yeah, it's a it's a Hall of Fame that's kind of fake and gay. But, you know, you're cool, Awesome Piano Man. But, you know, you're cooler than a cool man. So super proud of you. And our headliner, I know you're going to like this one. I am. David Otunga has dead family for a living. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> It had to go in this year. It had to be the top one. I mean, come on. So we got one of the best uh, outros out of that too, and that's why I think it's so good. You could have. I know we haven't had a point that we we put outros in a Hall of Fame, but we should definitely do that at some point. But definitely, if you haven't listened to the David Otunga's Dead Family, the Adams Family parody, it's the funniest fucking thing ever. That's up there on my list of some of my favorites. I still am a big fan of Fantasy League. Oh, Fantasy League won last year for best outro, right? Or, or two not, years not ago. last year, two years ago, yeah. I don't remember what won last year. Last year we didn't have a whole lot of good ones. <laughs> yeah. That's because we were at that point we were like, fuck the outros. We don't give a shit anymore. But yeah, David Otunga has dead family for a living. That one uh that one was uh spawned from you, right? You were the one that originally said it. Oh yeah, David. I think so. Dead family, yeah. He has dead family for a living. Yeah, and that was just that is a joke that should not have gone on as long as it was. It was in 2014, is when it happened. Well, you know, uh, he said, really, we should be celebrating the life of his family because he's working again. So he, his family's alive. They came back to life. God is real, man. <laughs> Miracles do happen, everybody. That that's the plot for God is real three. <laughs> so what do you think about this class overall i mean uh better than the wwe one or not <laughs> oh it's always better than the wwe one <laughs> but i mean there's a lot of great ones this year and you know it's unfortunate now that we don't get a chance to interact as much as a group because uh, a lot of the times most of these jokes usually come when we're off air and we're shooting the shit and we don't get chances to do that very much anymore so that's kind of sucks. It makes it more difficult to have jokes. But thank God we have a shit ton of them because we could do this for a few years before we need to actually like, you know, do stuff together again. So <laughs> we have a, a laundry list that we could get to. Yeah. Yeah. But like when we start getting to the point where it's like our headliner is uh, Dave, Dean Malenko's yard sale, then it's like, all right. <laughs> 
No, oh man, you know, there's a few jokes that you know, that I I know we'll get in eventually. I just kind of wish it would have came in this year. Like Chris Jericho is actually Steve Austin. That's funny as hell. I and considered then, putting that in the possible list that people could vote for. Another one that I was going to put out there was that uh, whole section of stuff where we were making fun of you about Red Lobster and a gas station. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if that was the oldies one. That is an older one. So, so there's and uh, you know there's always the Department of Headquarters. Um, uh, like Emma's chewed gum face, the Eliminator. I know we haven't had the fuck that kid club yet, but um, uh, yeah, I'm just very glad that you know we have these awesome jokes, and you know if 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 you guys didn't think they were funny, we wouldn't have a glossary of these jokes most likely. So or a glossary of index or a glossary of index. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that there's a glossary of index inside, <laughs> written by James Miller? It's at the Department of Headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude, we did, we we missed the opportunity. We could have done a whole fucking stable of like all their jokes. Well, you know, for now, I mean, Ric Flair's in the Hall of Fame twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, like super awesome that we like have these jokes, and um, it's fun to reminisce about this stuff. It's unfortunate I can't be with you guys Friday to talk about this stuff because it's like you know, like it's gonna be like we're like old man sitting around the porch in our chairs going, oh, back in the good old days, oh, Kennedy. <laughs> the hell's going to be wrong with you when you're an old man? I'm like, oh, you're going to be perpetually in mid shit? Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen, by the time we're 53, I'm going to be smoking, like, tea on the moon with Mr. Kennedy, okay? I'll be dead by that point. <laughs> No, no, no. See, they're going to figure out the cure for, like, everything, so you're going to live until you're, like, 200. Oh, awesome. I was pretty sure I was going to get struck by everything. A little off topic before we, like, cut this quits, but uh, would you want to live forever? Probably. Okay. All right, because I don't think Carrie wants that, but I would 100% if someone told me, that I could live forever, but the catch is I have to live through everything for the ever, pretty much. Then I I'd say yes. Well, see, because, at that point, if she doesn't want it anymore, she's not a problem in a hundred years. <laughs> that's not the issue. It's more along the lines of the idea of when you die, you don't know what's actually going to happen. You could believe in whatever one it is, but in some cases, I like definitely in this case, I'd rather know what I'd rather have what I know. Then take a chance on, like, you know, dying. <laughs> well, it's funny that you're bringing this up because the other thing, another one that I think is funny that we haven't really done that too much on the show is depressed philosophical emo Drew White. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> life is bleak. We're all, wearing ma- we're all wearing masks. Sometimes they're on the outside, sometimes on the inside. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> of course, Drew ends the episode just like, hey, you know, uh, so if you could live forever, would you? <laughs> if we could have a table for three between you and Ryback and just an empty chair, it would be amazing. <laughs> uh, Any last thoughts on the uh, Hall of Fame? Um, it's amazing. Um, keep the support up, guys. And I'm just saying in the future, we're going to have an amazing kick-ass Hall of Fame every year, so... Never forget anything like that. Spaghetti. (laughs) 
Alrighty, everybody, that is it for our talk about the 2017 class of the Smart Out Moment Hall of Fame. Make sure you leave your comments below and tell us what you think about this group of recurring jokes and anything else you want to chime in on about as well. And uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow, of course, the website itself. And uh, stay tuned to fanboysanonymous.com as well for everything that's happening on that stuff. If you're interested in those kind of things that I'm going to be covering over there. But that's it for now. This has been another Smart Cow Moment, and we are being counted out.